live from deep inside Warren, it's shenanigans. <laughs> Matt's inside Warren today. That's the only way we can get Matt to come. <laughs> That's, when you say it like that, it sounds dirty. <laughs> I think that was what he was going for. Bro. This week it's Ellen with a Y. Hello, everybody, and it's Rich. I'm I want out of Warren right now, <laughs> and I'm Craig. Yeah, we're at the terrible trio today. Yeah, we're the trio. Well, Fortunately, terrible. though, we're the best three on the squad. Why so. can't we be the terrific trio? No, have Lucy, you seen us? L- Lucy would have to be part of the terrific trio. Oh, huh. She can be terrific and not be part of the terrific trio. I mean, when has she ever been here for a threesome? Oh, well, not here that I know of. (laughs) I think I saw her in the sky with diamonds doing that Uh, sort of stuff. Her daughter's out of the country. And husband. Yes. Living the dream. That's right. She was out thrifting today. I saw on on the Facebook. So she was jamming, saw a nice electric guitar. I'm learning to play guitar. It's very exciting. It is. So you're learning, I'm learning, and you're probably just as you took one cl- one class, and you're probably at the same level I am right now. All I know is how to play the D chord. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Been working on it for 35 years. I'm going to the big D. I don't mean Dallas. Are you alleging that you're playing the guitar with your penis? Yes. <laughs> Honestly, after two days, I don't think you need to hold that big. My f- <laughs> my fingers. They're definitely a little tender. Yeah, I played it till my fingers bled, right? Yeah. Was the summer of 71. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. Rich, how long have you been playing guitar? I don't play guitar. Oh. He plays flugelhorn. No, I don't even play that anymore. Anymore. So you did play flugelhorn. Well, it's the same thing as a trumpet. It's just got a different tone. Did you play anything by <laughs> Chuck Mangione? Uh, no. But... Um, the guy who sat next to me in band, yeah. Jim Fox, he owned an actual flugelhorn, and he did play that song. I love that tune. It's a great it's tune. A good tune. Does Does Jim still work at the butcher shop, or is he not there anymore? He was working at the butcher shop over here on Davison. I think he's retired. How recently? It's been a while, because we were at the old Y when our kids were playing, uh-huh. they were swimming, so. No. Yeah. They he's, pra- I believe he's, he's probably been gone 15 years. He's an engineer? I believe he is an engineer. Really? He works for the railroad? Trains? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> We're on the same page. Toot toot. Chugga 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 chugga. <sighs> Both he and his wife were in the band, right? Yes. Lynn played clarinet, I believe. Noise. So we have that in parallel. I have not I have not seen Jim in a dog's age. It's probably been about six or seven years. And now everybody's off. Is everybody off all over the place, like throughout the nation? We're all a little off, but... Are people, like all the students are off this week from school? Uh, I from think school? just about. Like, I see all these wonderful pictures of people on vacation in warm places that are going to get snow tomorrow, and we're not. <laughs> so, which is kind of cool. We're finally going to see what 75 degrees getting, this week. What's that? What warm places are getting snow? Anything in the mid-Atlantic is going to get some snow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be hitting 75? Yep. There's some storm system that's coming through, and it could dump up to 30 inches a day starting tomorrow in, like, North and South Dakota, but then it's going to swoop down and get some of the middle Atlantic states, and people that are below it are going to get rainy weather. People who are above it, like us, are it's pulling in warm air, so we're going to actually have warmer than normal temperatures while the rest of the country gets snow. Ha, ha, about time, fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Hello from Buffalo. Sunny and 75 for the next 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) 
enough to give us our uh, our social media influencer photographs. So we did get. I have to pull it up here now. Not pull it out. Pull it up. We got some feedback on our last week's show. Ooh, oh, by whom? Right. From my cousin Todd in Euless. Euless, Texas? Yes. Hi, Todd. We were live from his house last week, remember? Oh, yeah. Thanks for the shout out. Euless is on the eastern border of Tarrant County, <clears throat> and Texas Instruments was started as an oil field exploration company. Really? You guys are out of control. <laughs> That's a compliment. I would. I'm, I'm taking it. Yes. Yeah, I'm taking it as a compliment. <laughs> now, is his contribution a real Texas Instruments historical fact or a fake Texas Instruments? He works there. Fact. He's worked there for 30 years. Doesn't so matter. I know. He's also your cousin, so naturally he could be a na- a liar. We ought to have him on a call in one day so he can just kind of talk with us, even you know, just for a couple minutes. Maybe. I think that would be kind of fun. Well, Texas Instruments, they have the T-Series calculators and stuff. In 2029, they're going to invent a cyborg that goes back in time. Really? Yeah. I heard they had an A-Series, too. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't take too long to land. You got it right away. (laughs) Oh, I got it. (laughs) I just didn't find it amusing. (laughs) Why didn't you find that amusing? It It wasn't funny. It was. It was. It was a. It was a callback. Mm-hmm. It was a movie reference. <laughs> I got to sleep in the hilarious. Hilarious. I got to sleep in the shagging wagon this weekend. I took my maiden voyage. Yes. So down by the river. Down by the river. Well, so here's the deal. I actually uh, took a uh, a student home, and I don't know if I talked about it last week at all. You did. But I took a student, and then they wrote a uh, one of the resource officers did a milk carton. <laughs> So he's he's got a milk carton sitting up at his desk, you know, while we were doing stuff. And it looks strange that it's there, but there was a girl eating up there, another teacher, and I thought maybe she was eating milk. So apparently he kept pointing this milk carton at me for me to look at it, but I'm walking around and I'm doing stuff. And then finally he throws it. He was like, hey, Al, can you throw this out? So he throws this milk carton at me, and I don't even look at it. I just start throwing it out. And he's like, read it! So it's a picture of a student saying, have you seen me? Last seen entering a white van with a white bald man you know, on this day. So I went through and then I made the bumper. St- I made bumper stickers. I said to make my van look less creepy. And it's a bumper sticker that says free candy. I'm friends. It's OK. I know. Resource officer. I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> so now on Friday, I'm walking out and I have it. I wait and I have it on the back of my car. No, Thursday. I have it on the back of my car. So usually he leaves before I do, but I made sure I was all set and ready to go. So when, when all the kids were gone and the buses were gone, I can just get right in my van. So I got in my van and I kind of creeped up to his slowly. So I waited for him to park up park and he will smith me so i go through and i park in front of him <laughs> and now when he starts driving behind me i can see him in the picture he's laughing he's laughing he's like ah! <laughs> he takes a picture of it and all of a sudden i'm thinking all right this is a funny joke so then uh i don't pay any mind i just i go about my day and i went and took my uh, friends and family to dinner at Sheehan's and uh and then all of a sudden that friday morning i come in and i was like hey tom what's going on you got to take that effing thing out your window <laughs> my wife got a call about this thing she saw some white creeper van says your name's on it and all this stuff and I'm like you gotta be kidding me so he will smith me all of a sudden he's laughing at the joke everything's good his wife he looks at his wife and she says you can't do that and pow spraying to kiss her <laughs> so I took it off and gave him the sticker but he's like well you got me though you got me that was funny you should just put it on all the rest of the vehicles in the parking lot yeah I was gonna <laughs> oh that's even better it is well you know what I called except it- yours I called to have two dozen of them made, and then uh, 
they were slow in making them, but they sent me a copy to, of as proof. So I'm like, all right, I like this. So I made one paper paper copy to hang on the inside window. So then when this went over like a fart in church, you know, I called them up and said, if you guys didn't make those yet, cancel that. Because I didn't want to blow whatever it was, a hundred and something bucks for two dozen of them. So they canceled the order on me. And they're like, all right, good. Which is sometimes a blessing when people don't think work fast, you yeah. know. But nevertheless, that was my maiden journey on Friday. So I went to Rochester to visit my cousin, uh, and I slept in the van that night, and it was fine. State troopers are following him. Every I was yeah. going to say he's on the lamb. Yeah, <laughs> on the lamb. I was in the village of Freeport. I could have slept with the doors open with money sticking on the door. Nobody would rob me. <laughs> Place is like the safest, safest city in America. You know, until some creeper van shows up. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I could say that I probably did that wasn't the the best thing is, you know, it's probably now two in the morning, wake up, you got to take a pee. And there's a toilet in there. And this is fundamentally where the problem is. The toilet is in the back. So I'd have to take out the back, go out the back doors and do all this stuff. So I got to reconfigure things. So instead of doing all that, I just opened up the side panel and just peed right outside the door. And that the guy the goes, <laughs> <laughs> so. So that's what that was my uh, experience there, and it wasn't bad. The bed was comfortable, but and 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 the warm it's and it, it's very warm, you know. But when you get out of it, it's is the cold air. There's not there's a heater in there if you want to go through and uh, like I have different types of heaters that I was going to put in there because I could put a little ceramic heater in there because I got the Jackery Power Pack. So I'm going to try a few different things, but I was going to do I did a ceramic pot ones. You ever know those do-it-yourself ones with the with the tea lights or the sternos? So I made that thing for it, but uh, I forgot to put it in the truck. So You don't want to use those in an enclosed space anyway. They'll suck all the oxygen right out. You'll suffocate. I have a I have a, a an RV fan that can bring a little bit of air in there to introduce it and stuff, which won't. Doesn't that suck all the heat out too? No. I mean, in theory, it probably could, but we have to right. test things. <laughs> we'll so, miss you. We're yeah, testing it for real. Go. <laughs> I'll just spray the van with apple cider vinegar. We'll be fine. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's oxygen producing. It runs on old French fry oil, too. Yeah. But it was, no, it was nice. And then, now, correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. Thank you. <laughs> I go out on Friday, on Friday night. I'm hanging out with my cousin. We're talking. Eh, we're having a great time. And then she says, hey, tomorrow I got to get up and I got to take, you know, my daughter to boxing. Do you want to join? The place on Pine <clears throat> Street? No, this is in Rochester. I'm okay. at still. So I said, you know what? Yeah, I'll go. You know, I'll go there and hang out and, and see what's up. So I get up in the morning. So I, I got a pair of got my Italian loafers on. I got a pair of khakis and a, like a, a button down shirt. And then we're sitting there and she's talks and I had a T-shirt underneath a button down shirt. So now we go to this boxing place and she's like, oh, the guy's asking my name and all this stuff. I'm like, it's Alan. He's like, well, what's your last name? I'm like, what is this for? He's like, oh, we just put this in just so we can mark everybody in case. Well, I said, well, Smith, you know, so he writes it down. And then all of a sudden she's like, he's like, oh, it'll be $20. And she's like, I'll pay for this. So she puts $20. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm just coming to watch my little cousin box and train. Well, unbeknownst to me, I'm actually in a boxing class, a high intensity training interval boxing class that I'm doing with these people. So now I take the button down shirt off. So I got a t-shirt on my gap khakis you know and uh and i had a pair of sneakers so i was just bouncing around and doing stuff everybody's in workout gear did your t-shirt say yes i drive the creeper van no <laughs> but i remember doing it saying, your what ass the? kicked <laughs> i said what the hell's going on so now i'm doing this workout i'm trying to do stuff and people are looking at me and i just keep looking around i was like and I'm, now i got people in the class laughing because i'm just there to watch and i was like rochester sucks because <laughs> i'm <laughs> i'm bouncing i'm sweating <laughs> and i was like and i and they're like you don't have to do this if you don't want i said i'm not no punk 
I said, I'm going to finish this workout. And I did. I finished the workout. So I did it pretty well. And there's, it's every 45 seconds you're doing a ton of things. Yeah. yeah. It's, it sucks. You know? Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Okay. So fat guy, khaki pants, living in a van down by the river. Working out, familiar somehow. Sweating to the <laughs> sweating to the oldies, <laughs> you know. And uh, and now everybody's drinking water. What do I have to drink? A thermos, a hot tea. <laughs> I'm sweating. Did you put I your can't pinky drink up? my tea because it's so hot. <laughs> it was brutal. But it was. But we. I got. You know, my cousin was laughing throughout Did the whole thing. Did you finish thing. the whole program? I finished the whole program. There were some things I couldn't do, like uh, throw a punch. Yeah, no, I was doing good with that. We got <laughs> to throw air punches. Then you got to go up and then actually hit a, a punching bag, a heavy bag, and then you go back downstairs. So you're doing all these different things, which was a fun exercise. It really was, you know. But uh, but then yeah, some of the things I couldn't do, like where you where you kind of bend down, touch the ground, walk forward on your hands and then do like a push up or two walk backwards stand up and then bring it to a squat and then jump that uh that seemed a little bit advanced for me so all i did was i just kind of just did squats now i'm tired yeah and i just did. just thinking about it or just listening hearing to him it. describe it he's I exhausting had, i had the smart ass idea when we had a junior a hockey team here in lockport and i was part of the announcement team the announcers team they were doing a summer camp and they had a full day in the gym, so they wanted to see how well you read. I said, I've done P90X. I can do this. <laughs> I finished, but I didn't move for four days. <laughs> I thought I was going to be the same way after doing this class, but because I've been, I do my squats and stuff all the time when I'm at work. So I've been doing my sets of, you know, 10 or 15, three sets of 15. So I actually came through this pretty unsore. Well, you remember, these, these kids are between the ages of 15 and 20. Oh, well, compared to, yeah, your old ass, yeah, you should yeah. be sore. Yeah. I did kind of impress them. You're as old as I, three of them. <laughs> no, yeah. as two of Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, three. <laughs> yeah, <you're> three. <laughs> you mathlete. <laughs> I was thinking 20. I'm like, I'm not 60. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm as old as three 16-year-olds. That's correct. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not trying to keep up with hockey players. You guys are old. <laughs> I only made it halfway through the Eagle Project before I'm like, all right, I did my bet. I'm going to sit now. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Oh, I was running a, I was running a pole saw through bushes because it was so thick you couldn't <laughs> get to the base of it. So instead of hacking in to get to the base, I was using the pole saw to get underneath it. That was uh, that was tiring. And I did one wheelbarrow of gravel. Down the hill and the empty wheelbarrow back up. That was enough for me. Is that when was this? That was a couple of weeks ago, right? It was not this Saturday. The Saturday before. Oh yeah, that's crazy, Doc. This weekend I had the bright idea. Well, my wife gave me the bright idea that I needed to paint the upstairs hallway. Oh, nice. And so I started that yesterday. You couldn't hire somebody taller. Mm, I should have. It was. <laughs> it was bad. Painting's fun, dude. I got one of those extenders so I can put the edger on the. On the extender because it's in a net fucker. It snapped off. Did it? And it was like a gunshot, man. It it comes flying out and spinning. There's paint flying off it, which is the goal anyway. Yeah, but not onto the window <laughs> or onto the other wall. It's painted or down the steps. That's what rags are for. <laughs> oh, it was a disaster. And paper towels. But I did get. I got the walls primed yesterday, and then today I primed the ceiling early. And then I did uh, early afternoon painting of the ceiling, and then just before dinner time, I put a second coat on. So I pumped out the prime and two coats in one day. Tomorrow, I'm going to do the walls, both coats. 
It's only a hallway. So wait till they dry though. Yeah. Some people make the mistake of putting the second coat on while it's still wet, and it yeah. doesn't make sense. You gotta, well, it was still it was definitely gotta, dry. I think you gotta get a give fan it, in there. You, you definitely got a time. Yep. You gotta give it more time between coats. I don't know. I'm pretty good at painting, so. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. Mr. Snap and things falling yeah. all over the place. Definitely an excellent paint. You're a regular Vincent yeah. Van Gogh. Definitely. Vincent Van Gogh, huh? Yeah. So when we bought the house, uh, I don't remember the year. The kids were very little. Uh, we were living in an apartment, and we wanted to start the, the packing process ahead of time, but we were keeping the house a secret from the kids. Right. So we told them that we were boxing up all our stuff because we were going to paint. And so... We had to get everything out of the room they were going to paint, and then we'd move it, and we just had boxes and boxes, and we started stacking them up in the dining room. And then my brother's like, that's great, but you're going to tell them about drop cloths, right? I like that. Okay, I guess you had to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you need drop cloths if you weren't really painting? The kids think that's the way you're supposed to do it. Oh, do they still think that way? No. Did you use drop cloths at all? Honestly... I don't know that they've seen us paint anything other than the living room. And yes, we did use drop cloths. In the bathroom with the secret room. Yeah, they didn't need drop cloths because it was a shit show. We did okay. the we did the walls and then we did the floor afterwards. So I didn't give a shit if we got paint anywhere or plaster or sewage. <laughs> and that's all done now, right? I don't plumb. You don't plumb? <laughs> the secrets of plumbing, two secrets. Water seeks its own level, so it should always be level. Always. And... Shit always flows downhill, and you and I, and probably Alan, are always downhill. Maybe at work. <laughs> How is work? Uh, what do you mean? Well, there's a big thing about working from home that it's going to end. There's there's a bunch of CEOs that say there's no way that it, can, it can, can continue. That doesn't make any sense to me. It seems like they'd be saving the money. It's, made, it's saving a, a tremendous amount of money. You know what's hurting is the, the landlords. People who own all these commercial buildings that nobody's right. filling off. Those are the CEOs who are complaining. Yes, it's got to be. So, like, Benderson's throwing a fit. Probably. Or similar. No, because he could write everything off. When you got that kind of money coming and you could keep writing all that He's in Florida anyway, off. right? Yeah, he's more of a big shot in Florida than he is here. I know the office that I left, they gave up the lease, so they don't have an office to go back to. They'd have to re up on something. And my staff is in India, so they're going back to the office relatively soon, but I am at my office. I got nowhere else to go. The commute to India is too far. You're the only one local? Well, everybody's local to where they are. Local here. Yeah, I'm the only one in Lockport. Only one in Western New York? I'm the only one in, yes, I'm the only one in Western New York. Okay. We have people out in Saratoga and Albany and that vicinity, but I'm the only one in the Buffalo region. So they don't have an office to send me to. Oh. When you were in an office anywhere... There's nobody there. What? How many people are at the office? Or is this a new job since the whole thing went down? This job is the one I came to in January. But for two years prior to that, we were sent home from downtown Buffalo. Okay. I couldn't wait to get back to work. I couldn't stand sitting at home like that. And I couldn't work from home because of the visuals yeah. of collecting unemployment. And, you know, it was not cool. I love it. I would... I like going into the, uh, there's no way, if I were to bring all the research that I need home, I'd have to have another house. I'd have to take Ellen's, that whole half of the studio over there. There you go. Use it. If you digitized it, it would be at your fingertip. Well, there's only so much you can digitize at a time. There's only two people in the office for 17 hours a week. That's what you should be working on when you're there. <laughs> no, we have other things. We have, you, you may think we don't do a heck of a lot, but we have probably about. That's correct. 
<laughs> Between 3,500 and 4,000 emails a year for research oh, requests. Oh, I did that last month. For research requests. And you're only there for how long? So that becomes, that's where it becomes problematic. When my boss is asking for the same thing for the third time and I keep giving them the same Oh, uh, well, you know. <laughs> those th- I can Let me Google get, that for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can easily get that 30,000 times. My, my boss was very upset today. My boss was very upset because she didn't know where to find a thing that she herself spent two weeks creating and lauding over, and now she can't find it. Did you have to find it for I, her? It sent her the link. <laughs> where do we... We've got to keep track of this piece of information. Where do we? Where should we keep this? I'm like, you already, you already set this up. It's here where you, where you put it. It's like tell her to put it on her desktop. Yeah. <laughs> I had that this weekend. I was looking for a file that I began, I don't know, four or five years ago, and I put it on. I had it on an old laptop, but I was transferring everything off my laptop onto a, a portable drive, and I have portable drives that kind of look alike. And I was cleaning in my room looking for, I was looking for the uh, edger rather than having to go buy a new one. And I go, oh, what's this hard drive? Maybe this is where the thing is that I can't find. I plug it in. I go, oh, that's where that other stuff yeah, is. Yeah, no, like, that's my porn. <laughs> no, no. No, I know where that is. That's clearly labeled. <laughs> Do not open. <laughs> Stock market In case of my death, please smash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how you got in trouble in the first place. So while you guys were doing all sorts of naughty things, I was watching a couple good movies this weekend. What did you watch? I watched, let me see. I did watch season five because of Better Call Saul because it was not on Netflix. I don't have AMC. Well, I'm getting frustrated because it's airing on Monday nights when we record. Like it's on at nine o'clock tonight. It's not on tonight. The new show, the new episode doesn't come until next week. Right. But in order to watch it streaming, you have to pay for the AMC Plus service or AMC Premiere. What about the next day? Because sometimes they point. nope, really. Or you gotta you gotta watch the cable company can for you, when it's rebroadcast. Can you DVR it or something like that? I don't have a DVR. Could you if you had a DVR? I mean, technically, yeah. Walden's got one. Yeah. Uh huh. I don't think he knows how to use it though. <laughs> he doesn't have to know how to use it. You know how to. I don't know how to use his DVR. Oh, you just hit record. I'm honestly record not the even series. Certain that he has one. one. I, I'm pretty sure he is because he says that he has to. Or Howie, Howie does because he has to take off Greg Gutfield that his son records every day on Fox News. <laughs> For real. <laughs> there is no reason to DVR Greg Gutfield. Ever. I don't care if he's on Fox or not. Or Ever. Do. I don't know him. He's a comedian who became a conservative pundit on Fox News. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching. Who's that other guy that was a comedian that wore glasses and. Carlos Mencia. No. <laughs> He was on a very effeminate guy. He was on Saturday Night Live. Andy Dick. No. He wasn't on Saturday Night Live. No. He was hosted. He's never allowed back. He was one of those guys. Didn't he play? Was he? I don't remember yeah. that. Fred Armisen. No. You're going to have to be more specific than comedian with glasses. And he went into politics. Drew Carey. Oh, Al Franken? Al Franken. That's the one I'm thinking of. Oh, Al Franken. Al Franken's hilarious. He was a funny dude. I haven't heard Franken and Davis. Heard remember, of him for a long time. that was the that was the big comedy duo yeah. back in the early '80s on Saturday Night Live. They weren't big. Yeah, and Robert Schmeigel or Schmeigel, whatever the heck his name is, he was one, one of the chocolate sweaty. No, no, uh, Triumph the comedy insult dog is. Oh yeah, Schmeigel. Okay, yeah, L. Franken was funny a little bit. I, I 
got a kick out of the uh, the the twelve step guy he did. That was funny. Uh, Stuart Smalley. Oh, okay. oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was funny. But most of the stuff, like when he play play the dumb guy, he was with that guy in Trading Places. They were the the um, luggage handlers on the train. Yeah, and then with the they must be in love with the yeah exactly yeah with the two gorillas. He is a huge fan of the Grateful Dead. Uh, well, he's also a, a political asshole. So, ironically, the Grateful Dead have merged into a band called Dead and Company. And Rolling Stone, which has been a shitty magazine for the last 20 years, used to be a great magazine, but it's been terrible the last 20 years, they posted that Dead & Company will stop touring after the 2022 summer tour. And the members of the band go, this is news to us. What the fuck's going on? Oh, they're doing it to try and sell... Sell tickets, yeah. Yeah. Not the band. No, their management and their... And their, yeah. Criminals. Yep. Wasn't Al Franken one of the first people to be canceled? For uh, posing, with, there was like a woman to sleep and he was pretending to grab her boobs. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And our illustrious state senator was the deciding vote on getting him removed. Shocking. Yeah. And then said when she was running for president, well, maybe I made a mistake. Yeah. No. Well, now you've ruined his career. So, yeah. Oops. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. I, I don't think that was a mistake. He's a dick. I don't know. I think that there's a lot worse out there. Like... The fact that they're banning Will Smith for 10 years from the Oscars, but Roman Polanski and Bill Cosby can still be part of the Academy? Come on. Come on. It's a different era. Roman Polanski's still alive. Uh Uh-huh. He's still making movies. He is? Yeah. What's he made recently? I don't know. Some snuff films, I think. Yeah. Lies. I think they're... It's Susan... Not Susan Sarandon. um, Oh, what is her name? Meryl Streep wants to give him a Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, she's a crazy person. She is crazy. Which I was always kind of a fan of hers, but it seems like... I was, like too. I, was, I don't know what was happened. Was Meryl Streep the one with Clint Eastwood? She was in the movie with Clint Eastwood, Bridges of Madison County. Was that her? I don't know. I think it was. I keep getting her and Glenn Close, Close mixed up, but Glenn Close looks more manly than... She's not bad looking, but no. she looks more manly than Meryl Streep. Agreed. I wouldn't say manly, but definitely you can, see, you can tell the difference when you look at them. The last movie I know of that Roman Polanski directed was The Penist. <laughs> That's how he plays. I heard it wasn't that big of a hit. <laughs> of a hit. You guys are. <laughs> you guys are funny. So, what was the other movie you watched? Oh, the movies I watched. Let's see. I got it right here. I watched one was funny. I didn't really understand a whole lot of it, but it was called Road to the Lemon Grove, and that was about most a lot of Italian speaking in it. Okay, uh, and that was just a guy's father died, and then he came back as a ghost and was still kind of haunting him, so he was still arguing. But that was good. But the one I really liked was called The Simple Life of Noah Dearborn. Never heard of it. That was with Sidney Poitier in there, and he basically. Uh, it was almost Hallmark-esque. All these big people coming to the town. They wanted to build a mall, and then. Uh, they did. They wound up realizing how great this guy was, and they left him alone. Build but, a mall. That is an old movie. Yeah, they had that. They had, uh, you know, all, all there were just old things in the movie. I think faxes and stuff, you know. But it was it was a good movie. I liked it. And they they were talking about something, and I and this is was gonna ask. I was gonna ask this question where I think it was that movie where they talked about William Shakespeare, and they referenced him not writing Ben Johnson. They say Ben Johnson wrote some of his. No, those Edward Day. Daniel Day Lewis? No, Edward Day something. Some French guy. Edward Day something Shakespeare. 
Edward de Leon, I think. Could that be it? I was going to ask for your take on that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Edward de Vere. Edward, D-E-V-E-R-E, Earl of Oxford. And there was another guy named Frederick Bacon. That was another one that they're saying was a... Uh, yeah, it was probably Ben Johnson, because Ben Johnson actually was pretty famous in his own right during that time period. So how come Edward Vary couldn't be in it? It could be. They were saying at the very least it wasn't Shakespeare, because Shakespeare didn't have the education to write the way those things were written. Mm, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Shakespeare, so I'm probably not the best person to... Yeah. I just figured as a historian, you might have a little history on, you know, someone famous like that, but... No, I, I guess it's have, limited to roads and buildings. And today, the day we record is Lockport's birthday. It is. You know how old it is today? 157 years old. I'm doing to do my research. Yep, 157 years old. You're <laughs> correct. <laughs> Does the historian of Lockport know how old the city is? He fucking better. <laughs> how come there's no celebration? What is going on? Is there anything going on? Nope. We did want something at 150. Oh, I mean, I figure every year after that's pretty monumental. Maybe. What do you get in a city that's 157 years old? Who else is a hoot? Anybody else around us old like us? Antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that we need a new sister city, and it should be a twin sister city. So we should twin with Lockport, Illinois. We could do that. Give their mayor the key to our city. They can give us their key to the city. They won't give us the key to their city. We'll steal everything. No, no. We can ship them blue cheese and there beef on wax and chicken yeah. wings. <laughs> and what will they give us? Uh, let's see. They're right outside of Chicago, so it'll be the deep dish pizza, whatever it is, the Chicago-style pizza. Uh, Antibiotics. Because yeah. Bride of Chucky, remember the <laughs> Child's Play Bride of Chucky? I think it was Child's Play 4. It was filmed in Lockport, Illinois, but they did not like the police cars, so they used the police cars from here in the movie. Really? Yeah. Look at us knowing stuff. What was that look for? I didn't say anything. You gave me a look. How dare I? <laughs> like you didn't believe me. Or it's a stupid... Uh, or I don't care. Uh, you know what? That's how I win a Trivial Pursuit and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I do all right at Trivial Pursuit. Thank I once much. won in one turn, so... Yes, I know. You've, you've told me. <laughs> really? Yeah, and the guy... Uh, it was my wife and I and my buddy Jim and his girlfriend and then Jim's brother and his brother's wife... And all of whom are legally blind, by the way. She's the only one who can read. Jim the cards. got pissed. He, oh, I got that one right. He too. ripped the card in half at the last thing and flipped the table over. And goes fuck this. How do you win in one turn, though? Don't you like win your piece of pie and then move on? As long until you answer wrong, you keep going. Oh, well, maybe that's why I lost in Trivial Pursuit all those times. Because <laughs> you didn't keep going. I didn't keep going after you got the piece of pie. Your turn was over, and then you went to somebody else. Oh, that's why we always have played it. Where until you get the answer wrong, you keep going. Your your play is still alive. I never knew that. I don't remember. Ask my sister-in-law. She knows the rules. She probably does. She probably read it. She will tell us that they, we are wrong in the way we play. I did find Frogger on that game up there. <laughs> did you? I can't believe so you want to get rid of it. I played Frogger for a little bit. I remember it being more exciting when I was younger. It was more exciting when you were younger. <laughs> I'm doing it now. I'm like... <laughs> that was... That was a VR headset when you were younger. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to find the original Super Mario Brothers. Is that like on the Switch or whatever the heck they have out there? I don't know. know. It's on that gaming system I have up here. Originals? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be on an emulator for the original Nintendo Entertainment System. That would be cool. There you go. You can play it on 105 inches. Okay. Matt would probably like it better than me, though. Yeah. You guys won't be able to play it, though, because it doesn't work. What do you mean it doesn't work? None of those buttons work. It's very confusing. Maybe it's just a user <laughs> error. No. 
But you're gonna have your niece and nephew over this weekend. They'll show you how to They'll take figure it, it out. Yeah. <laughs> like this sucks. It's a paperweight. It's going. After they leave, it's gone. Taking up too much, too much valuable real estate in my garage. So what are we gonna put in there instead? Nothing. I'm just gonna look at Massage table. I have a massage chair, now we need a massage table. Yes. Oh, I thought of you this weekend. We went oh. to a thrift store and they had old school slot machines for sale for like 350 bucks. Really? I thought, oh, this would look great in Alan's garage. I do like those things. I wanted to get my mom one of those. Maybe keep her out of the casino. She can get the action without the... You had to put the nickels in there. Were they nickels or dimes? They were tokens. They were tokens. Oh. So you could just give your mom a roll of tokens and it wouldn't cost you anything oh. to entertain her. I got a friend that actually works on slot machines. Maybe I can have convert it again so it takes real money. Mm. Except that you'll be the one losing money when your mom wins. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I know where she hides it, though, so. This just spits out the worthless tokens it came with. Yeah. <laughs> it's just as good as money. They're, they're Aladdin's castle tokens. Oh, I have <laughs> some of those. Castle. I have some of those. I still have a bunch of subway tokens. So, I mean, I shouldn't say a bunch. I'll, I'll say maybe a dozen. But there's a little value to those. Because if you try to Google them, look for them, people want them because they want to make jewelry out of them and things like that from the, you know, when was I there in the early 90s? Did you hang out at the Lockport Mall at all? Very little. Very little? How about you? Yeah, I was there every Friday night. It was Aladdin's Castle, and you kind of wandered. Then you went to, was it Gino's Pizza? Mm-hmm. On the corner right there. Yeah. Once in a while, they might go into Disc Jockey, but they were way too fucking expensive. Yeah. If you're old like we are, you went to Cabbages. Yeah. I remember Cabbages. Yeah. I liked Cabbages. Cabbages was way better. I mean, in those days... Compact discs were so rare. They had a little milk crate in the corner. They had all the compact discs. The that entire they had, inventory. The entire yeah. inventory back in the corner. And like nobody even cared. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't even probably, I don't even remember them actually. It was all records. For them. It was records, records and tapes. And then the cassettes were behind the counter. Yeah. Cassettes. Who worked yeah. there? Lisa Tucker. I think so. Yeah. Always a pretty girl. I remember going in there. I went to Cabbages. I had to do a creative writing project at, for college. And I said, I need a Barry Manilow album. And they're looking at me. <laughs> Why do you need a Barry Manilow album? Well, because I'm writing this creative writing assignment, and I'm, it's based on a Barry Manilow song, which is ironic because Howie texted me the other day. He goes, I can't believe this. My kid is doing a writing assignment on Barry Manilow. I go, that's awesome. He goes, no, it's not. I go, it is awesome. I'm trying to talk him out of doing that. He's doing something that's more age appropriate. How can you go wrong with Barry? Yeah, he's, he did the uh, Big Mac jingle. And the I Am Stuck on Band-Aids. Because Band-Aids, Band-Aids Stuck on, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did a bunch of them. Yeah. Did he do Plop, Plop, Fizz, Fizz? That seems like that would be in his realm. I would think so. I did a, a paper for participation in government on censorship so that I could work in Madonna's Truth or Dare video and see her topless. Did you work on her video? Uh, no, I got Aaron Laskowski to do it. Did you really? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I need you to edit this part out where she's getting kicked out. But I already, I had already watched the video so many times. He's like, this is too worn out to re-edit. <laughs> <laughs> I like stupid VHS. Aaron, Aaron used to get. We were in physics with Bud Brown, and we sat in the back corner of the room, and he would be. Ta- he had Nintendo football, and you could buy. Yeah. You do like the whole season yeah. in the night, take bets and shit? Exactly. I never got hooked into that. I did. I, he gave me the Cleveland Browns. He goes, you got a great team as the Cleveland Browns. At that time, it wasn't being the football, but I know the Cleveland Browns fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of shenanigans. <laughs> and that's how they get you. It is. Especially when they're the weak one and they don't know what you, that you, uh, 
They think so you, you got know. to work in Madonna's topless video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you put that into your assignment? Yeah. The topless part? No. Oh, okay. No. But I. Why but did I, they censor you? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a there's a part of the movie where they sh- they try and shut down the show because they they claimed it had obscenities in it, and you know they they wouldn't let her go on stage because like like uh, I forget the specifics now, but. It was considered lewd in the area, and she sued the city and, and won and got to perform there later. But at the time, it was was it her like a, a virgin bit? Like a surgeon. I don't. I don't remember, man. <laughs> Here's a waiver. A I can't. Weird Al. Yeah, Weird Al. So that reminds me, you and I sang. Last week, I am not a good singer, but whatever song I can tell you what song it was. Whatever song that we sang last week was done really well because my wife was listening. She goes, and Walden sings; he can sing. Yeah, and she normally hears him singing, and she goes, "Wow, Walden did really good at that." I go, "No, that was me and Al." She goes, "Bullshit!" I go, "No, that was me and Al." (laughs) She had to listen to it three or four times before she got it. We were singing the Dukes of Hazzard theme song. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, Vinny was singing "Deep in the Heart of Texas." We made him. He do did that. all right. Well, he was in chorus. He was a band geek too. Went in high school. I'm the only one. I think. Were you in band? No. Okay. I was in band and chorus, and I can't sing for shit. You were in band and chorus. I was not in band nor. I was chorus. in musicals though. I was. I was in sports. 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 Stewart. If you call wrestling a sport, I played soccer too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. If you call soccer a sport. There's more head injuries in soccer than there is in football. I was in a sport, but not for school sports. I did all no? my own thing. That's because football. Tonsil hockey? Uh, That's because football players are, are getting the head. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story about that. So we had a wrestling tournament. I knew this football player. <laughs> <laughs> we had a wrestling tournament. Silly wrestlers. And it was, I was in 10th grade, so I was still on the JV. So it was a varsity tournament that was held at Lockport. The JV had to bring, had to clean up, make sure the locker rooms were taken care of and all that stuff, and kind of police the whole area. So this girl I like, I was telling her, you know, I got free access to the locker room. We can, you know, maybe there would be a blowjob involved, you know? <laughs> so I take this girl with me. Wait, on you my, had to blow who? No, no, no. I take this girl with me on the rounds to check out the locker room, thinking that, I'm finally, I might get something here, right? She invites this dude from the football team and gives him a blowjob while I'm trying to clean up the fucking locker room. Wow. Yeah. Did you get to see any of it? I didn't want to. Oh, my God. <laughs> so did, did they let you watch? Nope. I was like, I, I go lock the door when you leave and just went on to the next locker room. Oh, my Like, God. what the fuck, man? Oh, was anybody we know? I'm not telling. No, I can't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, getting a... Sneak peek inside the boys' locker room. Yeah, exactly. Why would you do that, Alan? Between that and the creeper van, you're not <laughs> building a good reputation. Why would I do what? I was listening. <laughs> Chicks dig that. When they lose their train of thought and then they say, what was I saying? And you repeat back to them what they were saying. They, like, they're thrown back for a second because they're like, you were oh, my listening. God, you were listening? <laughs> <laughs> There's a meme out there that is true. That says, beware of dating a funny guy because you'll laugh and laugh and end up naked. Yeah. <laughs> laugh and laugh, panties are off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're just going to take these off. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll get my game on again, you know. Like I say, I'm feeling kind of sexy right now. I'm down 30 pounds since I started working. So now that you've turned 50, are you an AARP member? I could be, but I refuse that. Well, then, because you, you can go to the senior centers then. 
They're harder to they're harder to get away from you. <laughs> That's my line anyway. When I talk to when I talk to women that are like in fifty, they ask me how old am I? Tell them I'm sixty two because I look pretty good for sixty two, but not that good for fifty. <laughs> So they're like, oh, my God, really? You look amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. So so that works. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. Uh, Try it. You'll see. I can't believe it. You look so good. So you're looking for a cradle robber. Is what you're <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. But it works. Yeah, I was doing research. Speaking of cradle robbing, I was doing research on something I'm doing at work on Revolutionary War pensions and the soldiers who got a pension. And this guy from Lockport, he gets his pension, then his wife dies. Literally four months after his wife dies, this guy's like 80 at this time. He marries a woman who's 26. Ooh. So he's got a bunch of kids with his, with his first wife, and then he marries this woman who's 26, and then he dies like five months later. And his pension is given to his second wife, and his kids and grandkids are throwing a fit because if she doesn't exist, they get the money. Yeah. And they're going on and on. This is a 30-year thing that's going on where she is being accused of being married to her adoptive son. And there's letters. I'm looking at the letters on Ancestry and on the, the uh, National Archives and stuff going on and on and on about this. And it's crazy. And she loses her pension for a while. Then she gets it back. And they give her arrears for the time that she was off the pension. Oh yeah. yeah. So when they kick her off the pension, the she's getting man. she's getting eight dollars a month. And when they put her butt. back on, she's getting thirty dollars a month because the regulations have changed. When they do the the back payments, they give her all every month was the thirty dollars. So she kind of made out and like that. She was. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> she ended up being the oldest widow of the Revolutionary War pensioner. She died at one hundred and six. Really? Yeah. She was making bank. Yeah, I don't think $30 a month was going to go real far at that point, though. Not at that point, but over the course, you know, when people, we think about it, people in the mid-19th century, $8 a month is probably about half. It's probably half pay for per month. Yeah, they probably made about $20 a month. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, but you bought stuff for three cents. Right. Yeah. You, know, so it's you bought penny relative. candy for Yeah, pennies. it literally cost you a penny. Yeah. So it's pretty cool watching all this stuff. So being me, I had to look and see what was the, in the census, it'll tell you a little bit of information. So I find the adoptive son, and I look him up, and his last name's Squires, or Squire, and I find him in four censuses. And in all four censuses, he's married to a woman who has the same name as the adoptive mother, but then the last person on the list in the household is, it's, it's her, and it says a mother. So in four sentences, it shows her as the mother, and he's married to a woman who has the same name. Oh. So the grandkids. How old was he compared to her? He was 20 years younger. Okay. No, he lost me now. So his mother's name is Abigail, and he married an Abigail? Right. Yep. So you don't you think that's fishy? You think that no. was just paid so for the price? No. So it was the grandkids trying to, I think it was their, they were trying to get the money. Ah. Uh-huh. And since that the wife and the mother had the same names. There may have been a little bit of confusion there, or they're trying to confuse the government when they when they did the thing. So, okay, it was pretty interesting to read, though. I know you don't care. Everybody's always trying to get a piece of the action. It's amazing, though. They sent they promised these guys pensions in order to get them to sign up for the Revolutionary War, and then they're like, "Psych, sorry, we can't pay you." They're like, they did everything they could not to pay the pensions out. There was so if you were a soldier 
and you died, your wife could get, your widow could get half your pension per month. So if you got $8 a month, they would get $4 a month. They denied a woman who was legally married to her husband, even and she lived here in Niagara County. They denied her her widow's pension because they were married in Canada. Oh, that's grimy. Yeah. I mean, they did everything they could to deny pensions. It was terrible. That's just bad taste. Yep. We need reparations for that. Isn't a Canadian marriage legally binding in the United States? Yeah. So why is that a thing? Well, because the Revolutionary War was against the British Empire, and until 1863 or 64, 67, somewhere in there, mid-1860s, Canada was still Britain's bitch. It is now. Half bitch. She's on the money. I know. I can't wait till <laughs> Meghan Markle's on the money. <laughs> Trust me. She on the money. You stuffing <laughs> dollars in my own pants. She look, she look good. I think both of the princes... Wives are very attractive. They both did very well for themselves in the marriage area. They're fucking princes. They're, of course they are. They, you know what? Spin Doctors wrote a song about them called Two Princes. That's not what the song's about. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. What's it about? Three princes. Wow. <laughs> Only one of them is a prince. The other one is a poor dude. It's the, the prince and the singing. pauper. Oh. Kind, kind yeah. of. Yeah. It's almost a Sereno de Bergerac kind of situation. Is that Big Nose? Yeah, that's Big <laughs> yes. Nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Big Nose? <laughs> yeah, I know stuff. The movie version's called Roxanne. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> have to turn on the red light. Steve Martin. Not that Roxanne. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> but Sting's British. <laughs> and he's not on the Canadian money. <sighs> so he's not really a prince. Which brings us full circle. <laughs> I hope so. God. <laughs> And well, it brings, us, it brings us to Meghan Markle. Yes. See how I worked that one in there? We're actually going to talk about one of our stories. Finally. What? I know. It's crazy. I'm not looking at more articles anymore. You can do it all the time. We'll just do yours. But, Rich, these articles are the safety net at which gives us the wind beneath our wings to go off and do a little bit of improv. Our tangents and improv are by far the most popular parts of our show. You keep saying that. And it's Where's true. the proof? Okay, I'll send you all the stuff if you can read through it. Don't you have just like a pie chart? A pie chart? <laughs> this The blue part is the sky. The light part of the pie chart is the sunny side of the pyramid. And the darker side of the <clears throat> pie is the, the shaded side of the pyramid. Gotcha. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> a pizza is a real-time pie chart of how much pizza is left. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> mind blown. That's amazing right there. <laughs> Pizza is a real-time pie chart. That's our title. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we mean, oh, no. Did you not see what I put in the chat? I did. Oh, we'll come to that later. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about Meghan Markle. You're talking we'll talk about, about Meghan Markle, so yeah. go ahead. Talk about your Go ahead. Meghan hit Markle. it. Meghan Markle. Meghan. 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 Does she or have a it, British accent is it, now? Is it, is it Meffin? Does she? No, it's it's Meffin. Yes, because the GH is an F sound. That's true. Meffin Markle. Meffin Markle. Yes, I like that. I like to trademark that. <laughs> she wants to try to trademark the word archetypes. Not sure. No, why. I've heard that word before. Yeah, that's yeah. so fetch. I knew that word long before I knew Meffin Markle. She bids to stop anyone else using the world. Quality word. joke was just missed. <laughs> which first appeared in the English language 470 years ago after deciding to use it for the title of her Spotify podcast. Oh, well, she can trademark it in the context of podcasts. 
Right. She can trademark it so no other podcast can name itself archetypes. Like we should have trademarked shenanigans. No, we're gonna as a podcast. We're gonna trademark we're yeah, gonna like let, a couple we're dozen gonna, shenanigans, aren't there? Yeah. We're gonna let her trademark archetypes and then we're gonna say this podcast is not called archetypes. I love it. <laughs> None of our listeners can type a title that long to find it. Uh, yeah. And so, we'll be right back where we are with eighteen shenanigans. We should have named something that everyone in Lockport area knows how to spell. Potholes. Potholes. Yeah. <laughs> What's a pothole? <laughs> or shamus. <laughs> I can't go back there anymore. Why? I said something bad about them a couple shows ago, and I get the stink eye. Why, does you somebody listen to them? If, yeah, we, if we want to name the podcast something that everybody locally can spell, we should name it Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> we we went driving the back way up to Clarence, and there's so many Let's Go Brandon signs all over the place. It's ridiculous. Really? We're just spending money to spend money over something silly. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, it was spray painted on the side of a haystack. Oh. So, for real? I mean, that should tell you something. Yes. Did they spell it correctly? They did spell it correct. Was there a yeehaw at the end? I think it was implied since it was on a haystack. And there was no option. Like a castle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All these people. So, your title idea, what's the idea about? I'll explain later. Talk about Meffin Markle. Well, Meffin Markle's starting a <laughs> Spotify podcast, Meffin. and she wants to trademark the word since that's the name of her podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Didn't we learn anything from the Ohio State's lawsuit? Um, you can't no. trademark the. Alan didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't trademark the. No, Ohio State tried to because they say the Ohio State. Oh, what if they spell it with two e's? My country tis of the. I don't think they can do that either. All right. I went to the Washington Hunt. <laughs> Elementary school. Right. I went to the Little Rascals Preschool Center. <laughs> no, there's more than one of those. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody wants to trademark everything. I, I should know, trademark I, I, something. Hmm, how about some blue cheese? So tra- now that's trade. Would that be trademarked or is- well? So what's the difference between a trademark and a copyright? Well, Canada trademarked the maple leaf. Why can't <laughs> ah. that's a natural thing. That's true. Did they really? So you can't put a maple leaf on something without paying Canada? You you can't put a as maple leaf. As far as you on, know. Do I have to pay them in loonies or toonies? <laughs> I think maybe just on the uh, content on the product you can probably use it on a something other than a maple syrup, right? How about if I Yeah. What if you put it on a coffee mug? Canada. I don't want it to be Canada. I just like maple trees. One leaf at a time. Uh, Which is why I have 400,000 cups, and that way I have the whole tree. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. Do you have a coffee mug tree to hang them from? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That would, in fact, be a maple tree. There you go. The problem with with the the mug trees is if you accidentally break the handle off one and you try to hide it, this never works out well. Oh, you got to glue it back on, and you may think that that glue is dry. But you should wait at least 24 hours before putting it Always on the 24 tree. hours on a yeah. clamp. The the problem with coffee mug trees is that when you take the mug off to use it, they're yeah. always dirty. Yeah. <laughs> because they're like face up, so all the dust that flies exactly. through goes falls into so, the. Uh, and if you take them all off of one side, it falls over the other way, uh-huh. like a real tree would if you cut all the limbs off of one side. Yeah. Well, I went through, looking in my cabinets now, there's tons of glassware, tons of coffee mugs, tons of to-go cups, you know, like travel mugs, tons of plateware. And 
then I was at my cousin's house, same thing. When they were, you know, you get up in the morning and you're looking for a coffee mug or something. They've got tons of them and every cabinet is packed with stuff. And then after my, my friend Drew, same thing. Everybody's got all this stuff. And I think I'm going to just start getting rid of stuff. I don't need service at 12 you, anymore or anything. You can't do that because you're waiting for an Italian wife to come along and she's got to have stuff to throw. Yeah. And <laughs> when you have an Italian wife, there's lots of dinner. Lots of food for dinner. Yes. So you need extra plates. You'll have company over. Come on, you know this. Yeah, I'm you'll, done. You'll have to have a lease service for twelve. Everything must go. What do you guys want? I'm getting rid of everything. I'm sick of all. If the you offer the dolls one more fucking time, <laughs> maybe we or can send pillows. one of the. You know what? That's a beautiful doll right there. We should send it to one of our listeners in Tejas. <laughs> they look like a little Southern Belle, don't right. they? We have too many listeners. Let's start giving them dolls so they go away. I got These are the collectible ones that are porcelain. They hey, were very expensive. We love people from Texas because we have my cousin from Ulysses, and then we have Pound Town. Shout out to Pound Town. That's right. They still regularly follow us. Nice. Do they regularly listen to us, though? They must because every once in a while there's, there's a like on my Twitter page. Oh. Has your Twitter page changed ever since uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter? Uh, I've been thinking about getting rid of it. Because you don't like Elon Musk? I don't like Elon Musk. Uh-oh. Yeah, because everything I don't like must be completely removed from my life. I'm a millennial now. And yet we keep having a yeah. podcast. And yet we keep meeting here every Monday. <laughs> I'm saying that jokingly. I have no problem with people. Although, I have to acknowledge we haven't seen Howie in a while. You keep talking about him, but, you know, you could be making that up for all we know. What's a Howie? Exactly. Sheket Babaka Shah. What? Uh, you guys aren't Jewish. You're nope. right. There's a, there's a finish to that. Howie will know it. You've told us. I know. Yeah, I have no idea. That's all right. He probably knows. So tell us about your title idea. Have you guys seen the commercial for the Purewick female external catheter? Absolutely. Hey, Ma. Good morning. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah, I don't like that commercial at what? all. It's a product for okay. ladies who are incontinent to wear it at night so that they don't wet the bed. Okay. Helpful product. Okay. So... I just, apparently this commercial has been around for a couple of years. I just saw it for the first time a few weeks ago, and I thought, wow, that's a little graphic. Because the device is, you know, it looks like one of those things that when you have asthma problems, you breathe into. Okay. And it, that's hooked to a hose, and that's hooked to a blue whammy weenie. And the blue whammy weenie has, like, mesh on the inside curve, and a lady wears that over... Her parts. So the other end's in her mouth, you're saying? No. That's the way he described it. Am I right? No. I saw the commercial, so I didn't the, look at it that way at all. I just... The, 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 basin, the basin that it, the urine goes into. Okay. Okay. You confused like me those, for a moment. One of those so it's like a, things. So it's like a CPAP smear machine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching the commercial... <laughs> And the it has it has a a blue tube. Is that like the accordion thing? Then it's like a it's like a little tiny blue canoe. Yeah, that you wear yeah. over your canoe. Yes. Okay. And it's got a hose that runs into a, a basin. That, okay. That holds the urine until morning. The, the well, no, because when will. she matriculates, it actually. <laughs> I think it goes in there and then gets sucked right into. Yeah, you're right. It gets goes from there into the canoe and it gets sucked into the little Erie Basin Marina. But she matriculates. <laughs> so, so the canoe goes whitewater rafting all night. 
Well, it, you know what? It, it, but she looks very well rested when she wakes up, and she doesn't have to worry about wetting the bed and have to change bed pads and stuff. I like the product, and I think the old woman they cast for it was very good in it. The <laughs> daughter, you, the daughter looked like she was. How many stars it do you give it? I give the acting on the old woman uh, five out of five because I thought she was very believable and very good. <laughs> the daughter, I think she was. Uh, she was just. She was just trying too hard. Oh, hey, how you feeling, Mark? Oh, I'm feeling good. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. It was just was not believable for me. So she I, but I do believe so, the so woman was actually urinating, though, while she was doing the commercial. <laughs> May I go to the bathroom, please? <laughs> he could have used one of those. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So it's like a trucker buddy for ladies, right? Okay. So I see this commercial, and I thought, oh, that was... That's kind of a funky product, but it was a late night commercial, so it was like, all right, the kids aren't going to see this. But the fucking whammy weenie, I'm like, what is that? Does that go inside? That doesn't work that way. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. So at first I'm like, it can't possibly. And I thought about it. I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe it so, kind of holds it in place? Yeah. She basically sits on it. Okay. Okay. So. Sibian. Sibian. <laughs> <laughs> That's a completely different product. <laughs> Although. That would be a good upgrade is adding a drainage system. So <laughs> I thought that was a symbol for a drum kit. No. No. Oh. <laughs> Your vibrating chair is a oh. simian. Anyway, the so we're laying in bed watching TV the other night and the commercial comes on. And I just don't acknowledge that I've seen this commercial before. And we're watching this. And I, I turn to Tammy and go, that looks like it goes inside of you. And she's like, what are you talking about? She starts watching the commercial. She goes, it does look like it goes inside of you. So Let's back up a minute. You have a television in your bedroom? Yes, we do. Okay. <laughs> I have better things to do in my bedroom than watch TV. Well, when it's time to go to sleep, I like to be entertained. That's what your wife's for. After that, I watch <laughs> TV. I go to sleep. I don't sleep. Oh. Anyway, so we're, she she said that that does look like she you, it so goes inside. Did you buy one? No. So we're watching the commercial for a little while. She goes, "Is that really how that works?" I'm like, "No." no. How long is the commercial? It's, is it an infomercial? So it's, it's a like, little longer. It's, it's probably it's a, a solid thirty, maybe forty five. Forty five. And uh, maybe it's like a gutter system. Maybe it just kind of goes in halfway, and then there's a little no. <laughs> but I'm like, do you, do you, do you not understand how your system works? Because that's not where it comes out. It doesn't right. come out of that. That's not going to catch anything if you put it inside. So that led to, you know, talking about the, the product. And she goes, so it goes on you. It goes over like I, I'm like like a pad. It's but amazing. They use Velcro. There's no Velcro. It, it's like it's like a lady wears a, a, a pad when she's yes. when she's right. got her period. So but it's got a fucking hose coming out and you can't just walk around with this fucking thing. Right. So she's like, so well, why just- she doesn't mix it up with her CPAP machine? <laughs> Elderly woman found drowned in her bed. <laughs> By confusing two machines. <laughs> oh. I think it's a good commercial. I don't want to laugh. I think it's a good product, and people are probably afflicted with it, and I think it's probably a much-needed product is all I'm saying. It's another medical product that I'm shocked that they're advertising on television. I mean, But I don't see it at late night because people generally are sleeping late at night at that in that age bracket. You've seen this during the day? I've seen it during the day because I watch but during I watch Judge the old channels. Yeah. I watch the yeah. old channels. It's gotta watch, be stuff like that. I don't watch shows like that. I watch Antenna TV and I watch Rewind TV so that's the channels I watch which are the old time shows. I don't yeah. watch anything new. I'm, I'm not catching 
I'm watching. I'm watching sci-fi. Oh, that didn't sound good. You got the Rona. Hey, you got friends. Congratulations. <laughs> Back to Philadelphia. <laughs> I drank that wrong. Uh, that happens. Oh, he wins the Trivial Pursuit, but he can't drink properly. Yes. <laughs> Too much air. Too much air. <laughs> anyway, I forgot where I was going with that. No, that was a good bet. <laughs> I thought it was a good bit. Great Alan, job. Alan had the line of the night, but I don't think I can use that for the for the title. Why not? Why not? I thought that's a great title. <laughs> that's I, a good way to alienate fifty percent of our audience. That's only half. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say the website. This is not the website of the week. The website to check out this product is purewickathome.com. Purewickathome.com. There is a how to use the Purewick system video that is quite graphic. Yeah. So enjoy that. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. When you get about halfway through, there's a there's an instruction on how to apply the the uh, blue whammy weenie canoe. I still stand by my <laughs> statement saying that uh, we are not making fun of this product. We think it's a good product. Oh no, it was just a shocking experience just, yeah, to caught, or caught somebody off guard on how it was uh, being portrayed. Exactly. So. Like the bent carrot or whatever the hell it was? Yes. Good yeah. mark. That was that was great marketing. This was just I didn't know that that was a thing that existed and it led to an interesting yeah. conversation. It depends. Ah. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. Now you're adver- now, now you're advocating the competition. Well, I think everybody should get a piece of the pie. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, goodness. Where the hell do you go from there? Rich, what's happening in Canada this week? Ellen <laughs> can't say cue the music. <laughs> he's, he's laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> Inhale. Inhale. Oh, Take oxygen in before you suffocate. Oh, jeez. <laughs> just so stupid. Nobody makes Alan laugh harder than Alan. <laughs> <laughs> it just cracks me up. I can say that because nobody la- makes me laugh harder than I do. And that's right. Nobody laughs harder at my jokes than me. I know that. <laughs> oh, God. Where, where are you going someplace with this? <laughs> Canada, apparently. Yeah. Cue the music. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good times. Canada Watch. If your listening pleasure is Canada Watch. Smell like pine trees in moose piss. <laughs> Canada Watch. Your furry hat matches your furry underpants. <laughs> it's a design flaw, or you need a trim. Canada Watch. <laughs> Do you smell like beaver dams and old toes? Canada Watch. <laughs> your uncle looks suspiciously like an elk. Canada Watch. Sure does get lonely up there in the Yukon. Canada Watch. <laughs> We have the polar bears and the milk in the bag, y'all. Canada Watch. Hey, Gord. <laughs> <laughs> we still like you, though. Canada Watch. In Canada this week, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monsters back in the news. 
Gary Smith, the British Columbia leader of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, wants to wear a pirate hat on his driver's license photo, which we've talked about before. And the ICBC, which is the equivalent of the Department of Motor Vehicles in British Columbia, has deemed the headgear unacceptable. Gary Smith of Grand Forks, also known as the church's captain, argues that his pirate hat is part of his church's religious headgear. Now, we've talked about in the past people wearing colanders on their head because they worship the flying spaghetti monster. This guy is basically doing the same thing. They, they worship pirates as though they're like apostles okay. to the uh, flying spaghetti monster. Uh, Smith identifies himself as a Pastafarian and a member of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Members are known to wear either a pasta colander or a three-cornered hat, known as a pirate's tricorn, on their heads. Smith claims IBC should allow the photo request, as just as it has already been allowed for his ID as a marriage commissioner for and for his firearms acquisitions license. I will have you know that as the captain of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster of B.C., a legally constituted religious organization in good standing under the B.C. Society Act, I have successfully argued the right to wear religious headgear in conformance with my beliefs on three other occasions, Smith said in an, on an April 4th email to ICBC Fair Practices Officer Debbie Reffard. Ahoy, Debbie, Smith greeted her in the missive. <laughs> Smith had already received a letter from ICBC stating that the pirate hat was unacceptable. Oh, the manager of the IBC, Mario Bordages, wrote February 18th that ICBC endeavors to accommodate customers whose faith prohibits them from removing headgear photo, headgear covering for a photo identification purposes. We do not recognize you as a member of a religious group that, rec that requires accommodation in the context of a service customarily available to the public under the British Columbia Human Rights Code, he wrote. Whoever Smith questions what allows government to decide what set of religious beliefs requires accommodation and what don't. What qualifications grant ICBC the ability to weigh the merits of any faith whatsoever? Hubris, Smith said. The sheer arrogance is only willing to make the yeah that's what it reads. The sheer arrogance in only willing to make accommodation if required under the Human Rights Code is shocking in its audacity. There is no test of faith that any government agency, including ICBC, can apply to judge whether or not a person earnestly believes what they profess when they ask to be photographed with a religious head covering. So what relief did he seek? That ICBC allow qualified citizens who self-identify as Pastafarians or as members of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster to wear religious headgear of a form and type of their choosing, insofar as such headgear does not interfere with facial recognition technology for the purposes of obtaining either or both a driver's license and a BC services card. However, the tribunal dismissed the complaint, saying Smith was not sincere. You are a Pastafarian and a member of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, which mocks religious beliefs and certain religious practices. They said in a March 2020 decision, Pastafarians wear colanders as religious headgear. While protection against discrimination on the grounds of religion in the Human Rights Code includes protecting the expression of non-belief and the refusal to participate in religious practice, the protection does not require accommodation of a practice satirizing religious practice in providing a service customarily available to the public which is a lot of mumbo-jumbo for, uh, you, you're full of shit. Yeah. 
I like their stance on this so far. It's a gag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Smith took that decision to court for a judicial review where in 2021, Justice Gordon Wetherill noted Smith conceded some of his arguments were satirical. Wetherill dismissed the review petition saying the code had not been violated. And that's what happened in Canada this week. Do you have a website for us? I do. But I th- you're at home. <laughs> no, we're not doing that one as the website of the week because I'm not making fun of it. I'm making fun of what my wife said. <laughs> <laughs> and what Alan said. All right. This week's website is spotthedifference.com. Ooh, I like these games. It's pretty straightforward. The, the name of the website says it all. Gives you two pictures. You have to find the differences. And this one, I'm seeing a picture of, I think, the capital. It's got a dome like the capital. It's got a dome like the capital. I don't think it's really the capital, though. It's someplace else. Right. But uh, you, you find the four differences, you click on them, and boom, you go on to the next picture. Well, I got one. And apparently there's sound. I didn't know, that. <laughs> I didn't know there was sound. I got one. Mm-hmm. French fried taters. Oh. Oh, I got four. Okay, where's the last one? If the pictures were bigger, it would be a huge help. You can zoom. I got them all. Congratulations. Puzzle completed. Nice one. Replay or Explorer game? You've, you've accomplished a child's game. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> no, some of these are kind of fun. And there's other games on there besides uh, Find the Difference. Wow, so find the four differences, and I'm checking them out. Spotthedifference.com. I am in the Explorer game now. This one's a little more difficult. Yes, yes, it is. You'll have fun with it. Hmm. It's no paper clips, but... No, no, it's not. I like the paperclip game. I never completely completed it, but uh, I had fun with it. You were using a tablet. You got to have a keyboard and a mouse to really, really play that game. Oh, that's how they get you. Oh, <laughs> you worked one in. There you go. <laughs> so the website is spotthedifference.com. Check it out. Find the four differences and be a winner. In the meantime, this week for Shenanigans, it's been Ellen with a Y. Good night, everybody. Rich. And I am Craig. Thanks for listening. Join us again next week. Walden says bye. Bye.